This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mike Max has the night off. Steve Thompson in the next few nights. Friday night will be in just before the Timberwolves and the Jazz from Utah. Our coverage begins at 7.30 on Friday night, tip just after 8 o'clock. Here are the headlines, and there are a ton of them. Adam Thielen of the Vikings, ankle surgery done for the year. Dalvin Cook, back from the COVID list, should be available for the game in Green Bay on Sunday night. In men's hoops, the Golden Gophers game with Alcorn State canceled. Former Timberwolf Ricky Rubio suffered a knee injury late in the game last night. He is out for the year with an ACL injury in the same knee he injured early in his Timberwolves career. Uh, the World Junior Hockey Tournament in Canada canceled. They shut it down. Uh, bad news there. Of course, late last night, the Gophers won their bowl game over West Virginia and much much more. Oh, by the way, on New Year's Day, uh, the biggest regular season event annually in the NHL, the Winter Classic, is coming here, and it is going to be very much winter here in the Twin Cities. And Sarah McClellan joins us. She covers wild for the Star Tribune online at startribune.com. And uh, Sarah, uh, one thing we know, it is going to be cold. It is. It it really has the chance to be the coldest outdoor game in NHL history. So that's saying something when you consider some of the places that the NHL has had these outdoor games in Michigan and in Canada. So it's going to be cold. And, you know, talking to players, I, I you know, I think they're kind of sizing up their options, um, maybe an extra layer underneath, but it doesn't sound like Many players are going to pack on a lot of extra gear to stay warm. Uh, you know, maybe the best way to do that is just to, to be active on the ice and um, kind of stay active that way. But you're right. I think it's, as it stands now, it looks like minus 7 is the high for Saturday. Minus 21 is the low. And obviously, it's a 6 p.m. puck drop. So it'll be evening time under the lights at Target Field and Certainly will fulfill, you know, the feel, I guess, of a winter classic game uh, when you think of a Minnesota winter night. Oh, and and I, I saw your story and some of the quotes are amazing. Now, the one thing we do know is that a lot of these players grew up playing outside as kids. We had a backyard rink growing up, and I always said it was no big deal on a cold night if you were out on the rink and you were skating, but it if uh, you were one of the guys taking a breather, you'd you'd get cold in a hurry standing uh, on the edge of the rink in a snowbank. And granted, they're going to have heaters and so on and so forth. But you think about the goaltenders that, that pretty much stand in the crease, uh, particularly when action is on the other end of the rink, and, and the coaches, and maybe those guys that aren't getting regular shifts, it, it could be a challenge. 
Yeah, I asked, you know, Kim Talbot kind of about his plan, and, you know, he's not anticipating adding a bunch of extra gear. He doesn't really kind of want to be bulky. Um, He kind of doesn't like to make a lot of changes. Um, So that's a position to, you're right, that's kind of different than the players kind of skating up ice, continually getting shifts, um, which obviously helps them stay warm. So uh, I, I guess that's maybe the key is just being locked into the game and staying active that way. It, it, you know, talking to Talbot, it sounded like maybe the wind would be more of a concern for him um, and what he might have to change in terms of his approach rather than, you know, how cold it was. So, um, you know, obviously the conditions are a factor, something the NHL too keeps an eye on. Um, but you're right. I, I think for many players, whether they grew up in Canada, Minnesota, across the U.S., uh, you know, in Europe, playing outside in cold weather maybe isn't exactly something new. Yeah, oh, for sure. I I know we played on a lot of cold days on the backyard rink, and it's quite a stage, but I'm sure there's concern because uh, the Wild, the NHL, uh, working in concert with the Minnesota Twins at Target Field, have to be concerned to some extent about fan safety for this game based on what we're going to see temperature-wise on Saturday night. And I'm sure that'll be as big a part of the story as, as what's happening on the ice. You know, I, I, come prepared. You know, I, I think that's probably, you know, what makes a lot of sense is just to be prepared for what the temperature is. Like we, we've talked about the forecast is out there. Um, we know in advance what to expect. And, you know, you look back to a year ago when the game was supposed to be happening, it would have been a different setup. You know, looking back to January 1st, I believe the temperature was in the 20s. So it would have been a different atmosphere, but obviously the pandemic pushed this back and it's a cold spell right now in the state. And um, I think for fans at the game, you know, that's probably the best approach. It sounds like, you know, just to be prepared for what's out there, um, be prepared for the atmosphere and the chill. And um, certainly that sounds like how the players are taking it too. Yeah, it'll be an amazing setup. Now, will will you be uh, covering the game from the regular uh, Twins press box? Because uh, that that is an enclosed environment. I, I would assume they they would use that for the media on Saturday night. Do you know? I believe so. Oh, okay. So, and hopefully they'll have the windows closed. <laughs> yeah, I would anticipate it. I haven't been in the setup in the press box area. I've seen the field, but right. I, I would anticipate that. Yeah, that, that because there's always that debate when you when you go, and I, I would go cover a Twins game early in the season. Some would say, well, the windows should be open. And I'm like, no, they shouldn't. Leave those windows closed. They're there for a reason. It's it's a chilly day. I don't want to sit in the cold. But But nevertheless, it is a big event. And I'm sure the Wild have to be chomping, Sarah, at the bit to get back on the ice because they haven't had a lot of action as of late. Yeah, you think about the wait for the Winter Classic. This is obviously a covet event that the Wild has wanted to put on for years, but it's it's been a while, too, for the the team to just play a game, period. Uh, Obviously, the last game was December 20th in Dallas. There was one more scheduled after that before the Christmas break, the holiday break that the league uh, paused for. uh, But that was postponed due to COVID-19 issues. And then the game immediately coming out of the break was also canceled or postponed rather 
um, for COVID issues. So it's been a lengthy layoff. Um, you know, the Wild has been able to get bank some practice time, get a little bit of rest. Um, but, you know, if you think back, this is a team now that's lost four in a row um, and has now been idle for quite some time. So, you know, while this is a, a signature event, a spectacle on New Year's Day, it's also setting up to be a pretty important hockey game, especially against a division rival that, as it stands now, is only one point behind the Wild, but has a chance to move ahead of the Wild um, since the Blues are in action tonight against the Oilers later this evening. Yeah, and the timing of all of this has has been tough because the Wild haven't been able to break out of a slump. Uh, They they got beat out west by the L.A. Kings and then the Vegas Golden Knights and came home and played a poor game against the Buffalo Sabres, but but really have – and then played poorly in Dallas with the Stars. So they they do have a bad taste in their mouth, and I'm sure the guys that will be available on Saturday night – really want to turn that around because it, it has been really the lone slump of the season so far. You're right, and it comes on the heels of the team's best hockey of the season. It's, right. If you remember, the eight-game winning streak happened right before this four-game slide. Um, so, it, yeah, it, it sits a little longer. Um, you know, Obviously, the players got that break for the holidays um, a couple days, you know, a handful of days, I guess four, um, to kind of recharge and, and maybe, you know, hit the pause button on hockey. But now with the focus on the Winter Classic, getting everybody together and practicing, I'm sure that's, you know, probably at the forefront is, you know, this is an exciting time. It's a unique opportunity. But um, the season is still ongoing and the standings are still there. And this is a team that um, obviously is looking to find its game after, after some recent struggles. Yeah, and you you brought up Cam Talbot. Now he's going to prep for the game on Saturday night at Target Field in the NHL's Winter Classic. And Talbot has been very good at times for this club, but but really struggled in Dallas. And I would assume as, as much as anybody on the team, Talbot would love to go out and, and put a shout-out on the Blues or at least have an outstanding performance and get the W on Saturday night. He did that in his last outdoor game. Uh, you know, he played in Winnipeg when he was with the Oilers at a Heritage Classic, and it, and it was a 3 nothing shutout for the Oilers. So he does have experience in this setting. Um, you know, I know, it's, it, like I said, it's been a unique event, so these players like him want to relish it when it comes around since you don't know, um, you know, how often these, these events come. But you're right, that was a 7-4 loss. Uh, at Dallas, obviously, one goal came in an empty net. So six against Talbot, um, you know, and, and some uncharacteristic, you know, there was a turnover by him that led to a goal. So um, he's obviously key for the Wild, kind of turning this around and getting back to the way that the team was playing before this skid for sure. Sarah McClellan joining us. She covers the Wild for the Star Tribune online at startribune.com. And uh, she has a great story about uh, the Wild players uh, getting prepped uh, for the bitter cold on Saturday for the Winter Classic. Uh, Sarah, they will be without some key players uh, on Saturday night. And injury, uh, some COVID issues. So, so it won't be uh, the Wild at full strength, so to speak, on Saturday night. No, it won't. You know, Captain Jared Spurgeon is dealing with a lower body injury. He's already been ruled out for that game, as has center Yule Erickson-Eck. He's dealing with an upper body injury that he suffered in that Dallas game. 
Um, you know, Jonas Brodine is in the COVID protocols right now. Um, it'll be interesting to monitor that situation. You know, as of Tuesday, the Wild was under the impression that Brodine wasn't going to be available for the game. But since then, the NHL's COVID protocols have changed. It went from a 10-day isolation period to as short as a five-day um, you know, isolation period if players, you know, get the proper clearance and it's in line with local community uh, guidelines. So that kind of makes his status, I think, a little up in the air, uh, whether or not he could clear in time um, to play. So it's a situation to watch. Obviously, the Wild made it sound like, you know, before this change, uh, the team wasn't expecting him to play, but it's still obviously a situation to monitor as it gets closer to see if that changes. And the NHL and the players got together on an agreement to create taxi squads because it's clear that the NHL wants to forge ahead, much like the NBA has done. E- even if uh, the big stars are out of the lineup, they do want to and need to resume playing considering how many games have been missed. Uh, They've already said NHL players won't be going to the Olympic Games, so uh, there's no doubt the owners and players with with all the COVID troubles over the last couple of years want to resume the season and keep playing, if at all possible. The taxi squad was something that was in play last season, if you remember. Obviously, there were kind of particular rules set aside for last season, you know, amid the circumstances, obviously it was a shortened season. It was division-only play. Um, but they didn't bring the taxi squad back initially to start this season. Now that's in place, and it gives teams some of that flexibility to be able to fill up their lineups. If, you know, there's obviously absences due to COVID. Um, you know, before this change, we saw teams icing shorthanded lineups. They didn't have the salary cap space to make recalls. Um, emergency recalls are now also allowed, so that's another adjustment that the league has made. Um, and, and two, that you know that kind of protects and preserves the integrity of these games for teams that have had to play, you know, with extra defensemen or less forwards because they haven't had enough. Um, this obviously can help avoid that situation and give teams more flexibility to ice lineups, even as they deal with issues with their roster. And then uh, one other thought, uh, Sarah, before we let you go, and we certainly do always appreciate your time, is the situation in Canada. I, I talked at the top about the World Juniors being canceled, and, and that, that's, that's a major event in the hockey world every year, and, and that, that's certainly a blow. And I've said since the very beginning of the COVID trouble started to show in the NHL, ultimately what the Canadian government would decide about movement of teams between Canada and the United States and vice versa and being able to continue the schedule. And, and that is a work in progress. And, and what the NHL schedule will look like going forward, depending on what the Canadian government decides. This schedule remains, you know, evolving. You know, that yeah. even as recent as, as yesterday, you saw a game that the Wild was scheduled to play in Winnipeg in just a few weeks um, get postponed and the plans to reschedule it later in the season because of crowd restrictions. Um, the Jets weren't planning to have any fans at that game against the Wild on January 10th. So, um, you know, we'll kind of see. I, I don't believe any U.S based teams have played in Canada uh, recently. I, I think the first 
game potentially could be Friday when Pittsburgh goes to Ottawa. And then obviously the Wild is scheduled to be in Ottawa next week. So it's a situation, obviously, that's been evolving. And, you know, the plan is to reschedule some of those games, like I mentioned, that were affected by crowd restrictions. We'll just kind of see how it continues to progress. Um, And obviously, like I said, the Oilers are in St. Louis tonight. So teams have come into the U.S. From Canada, I believe Vancouver is also scheduled to play in Anaheim. Uh, so we'll see. It's definitely been evolving, though, and um, you know, a factor that's affected teams on both sides of the border. Yeah, and, and Sarah, here we go again. And and you you traveled, uh, went into quarantine in Edmonton, and followed the Wild in in the bubble. They they were there for a brief period of time, but it was quite an adventure for yourself. So you're very experienced in navigating these waters now. It's, it's kind of become, you know, part of the routine, I think, yeah. for everybody. You see players going through testing now daily uh, in the NHL. Um, we see it, you know, probably everyone who's traveled has been on an airplane, you know, over the past year and a half. It's, it's just become part of the routine and kind of part of our daily life. So um, I don't think sports are any different. If anything, they seem to magnify, you know, what, yeah. what the world has been dealing with since the pandemic started. Well, Sarah, always good to visit with you. We appreciate your coverage, and I know you'll have a lot more in the lead-up to the Winter Classic uh, on Saturday night at Target Field. Thanks. Take care. All right, Sarah McClellan, once again, covers the Wild Star Tribune, StarTribune.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 